North of the spine of the world and west of the towering Reghead Glacier is a frigid expanse few dare to explore, let alone inhabit. This icy land of windswept tundra recently became locked in a dark winter without reprieve, and the inhabitants of Ten Towns are dying. Icewind Dale has become trapped in a perpetual winter. Ferocious blizzards make the mountain pass through the spine of the world exceedingly treacherous. And this land has not felt the warmth of the sun in over two years. This adventure is definitely served ice cold. Our adventurers must find the cause of this curse and stop it. Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, wherever you are. I, my name is Loco, and I am the DM for Rhyme of the Frost Maiden in Icewind Dale. Hi, I'm Robert. I am a dwarven cleric by the name of Durin Frostbeard from Kerr Koenig. Hi, I'm Brian, and I'm playing Kriga Rockua, a deep gnome wizard from Blending Stone and Deep in the Underdark by way of Targus in Ten Towns. Howdy, I'm Joseph, and I play Yolia Runtar, the illustrious Scourge Azimir Warlock of House Runtar. You know of me, right? Hi, I'm Rolando, and I play Varian Verwinis of the House Verwinis. I've lived in the East Haven for the last hundred years of my life, trying to atone for a grave error I've caused. Greetings. I'm Montgomery Devereaux of the Tourmaline Devereaux, and I am a ASMR sorcerer. I am played by Greg. Okay, Burian and Krieger, you were, you know, as you were looking around this room, you assume that this is some kind of a crypt of sorts. As you look around the room, you know, you see stick figures, you see mountains, you see what appears to be something very large and it looks like it has hair on it could be a depiction of a yeti who knows and there amongst the stick figures you see one person that has uh he looks a little different he uh, has what appears in the drawing it just looks like little lines coming off of his head it does not look like hair it looks kind of like a headdress and then out of one of his hand uh, in one of his hands doesn't appear to be a sword. It appears to be maybe a little stick and little lines shooting off the end of the stick. Like a, a wand or something like that, maybe? Hmm, could be. See, this is on the crypt? No, no, it's on the walls. It's on the walls. I say possibly a shamanistic person, the headdress, the stick with the effects coming off of it. Could be. Yeah. Now I want to get in here. <laughs> okay, so uh, the two fellas up in the uh, crypt room, if you want to call it that, right above you, Durhan, uh, they've just kind of completed some looking around. It is your turn now. You want to move up? Okay. As you come to the top of the head of the stairs, you also see a 15 by 15 room, 10 foot high ceilings with a what appears to be a coffin, a crypt, sarcophagus, whatever, right in the middle of the room, about seven foot long, uh, four foot wide and three foot high. You two see all kinds of 
pictographs, little stick figures and things all around the room. Roll me a history check in the tower, please. All right. Yeah, it looks all just like a bunch of chicken scratches to you. You're, you know, you see some stick figures. And it looks to be some pretty poor artwork in your eyes. Okay. Let's see. Yalir. This is definitely not dwarf craftsmanship. <laughs> Yalir, your turn. Uh, same thing. It's going to hold and cover our Hold, okay. I believe Montgomery would do the same. Okay. Virian, your turn. I'll quietly explain to Durhan that it seems that some of their kind may be able to wield magics or nature possibly based off these images around the walls and i believe this may be a sarcophagus of possibly one of their magic wielders or even a maybe a chieftain at some point it, it's hard to tell but i do think this sarcophagus probably holds some importance to these people i don't know if you saw on your way up here down to the southwest there where that light was, I believe there might be one sleeping down there. It's hard to tell. Them being first in magic, I'm not sure that opening this crypt may be a great idea. Have we checked for magic in it? No. I do not have the ability myself. I believe the short one can do that, uh, Krieger. Yes, uh, he did that with the chair, right? Mm-hmm. Perhaps we can wait for him to get up here and check out the sarcophagus to see if we should tamper right with it any further. I'm right you? here. Sorry, I don't. I don't see I'm, you. I'm on the other side of the sarcophagus from you. Oh, it's so short it's blocking my line of sight. No, I just can't see you <laughs> over there. Um, would you mind looking at this and seeing if there's any odd effects on here? I need. I don't want to waste a spell slot, so I can start casting quietly to take magic as a ritual. All right. All right. I will um, move down here next to Durhan towards the south, and I'll keep an eye on the door and just try and keep anything that may be heading this way away from Krieger while he takes his time to okay. see if there's anything to identify on this sarcophagus. All right. If, Yalir, you're just going to do the same thing until you meet up with everybody again, we can fast forward this, and you, Krieger, you feel a faint disturbance in the force within uh, this crypt. I mean, from inside the actual sarcophagus? Yes. All right. So I give them a thumbs up and point down at the crypt. All right. Anybody doing anything else? If I peek around this corner, is that thing still just sitting there? Yep. Um, go ahead and move where you want to move to peek. All right. Yeah. You see in his, you know, fullness, uh, he, he sitting down on a, his uh, rear end in a cross-legged position. He is about four to five foot tall, sitting down very large again still he is just looking into the flame you, you every once in a while you hear him like <laughs> can't understand what he's saying but he is awake anyway okay i'm gonna keep covering our flanks just in case anything sneaking up on us okay anybody doing anything up in the crypt room no. do we want to try to open it With the now we can open it quietly i say can we open it quietly is the thing and with us knowing that there's some magical effect on it do we risk setting off a trap or curse even of some kind by opening this loco you said the magic i'm sensing is coming from inside yes. right it's exactly in, yes i feel like it's inside the sarcophagus so can i tell i'm um, actually I, I should be able to tell the um the school of magic 
So what kind of magic is coming from whatever it is I detect? Evocation. Hmm. So if it is a wand, that would make sense. I defer to your judgment in these matters. You're more versed in it than I am. It's worth it, I think, to try to open it. All right. Are you? Is everybody in agreement you're going to try to move this thing? Can I look around and inspect it? Does there seem to be any kind of clear line where the lid is or yeah. any possible handholds? No, it, it is a, um, it's a flat lid. You don't know whether on the inside it has a lip. You know, you, you, there's no way you can tell. Just all you can see is about a five inch side of the lid. Okay, but it's not, like, completely sealed. There's a clear line where the lid ends. Yes, yes. And I believe Krieger has already checked for traps. He did not find any. All right. If you're going to move it, I need a strength check from everybody in that room. Okay. If anyone possibly has something that we can help pry this open with, a crowbar, anything of the like. I have nothing. Let me check. On theory, I could use my shovel to assist. I'll allow it. Is it a straight strength check, or is it an athletics check? Strength. All three of you. It was on a 19, and it fell over. Okay, you get the shovel in the crack. You start to put some weight behind it. The other two are trying to lift, and as you are pulling on the shovel, pulling down on it to get some leverage, you start to hear the wood splinter just a little bit. It is not budging. Looks like we may need some help on that. Yeah. Let's get the other two guys in here and try again. Okay. I will uh, attempt to quietly make my way down and around. All right. One more five-footer, and I'll need a stealth check. I'm just kind of staying right there at the moment. Yep. Durhan and Virian have come out of the room, crypt room, and gone to the right or the west in this circle of hallway. All right. Virian, as you... Uh, get to where you're at you're you're kind of looking down the hallway not really looking down at your feet and step on a rock and it kind of shoots out from under your foot and hits the wall right next to where you're standing and ricochets and kind of bounces around a while it's loud you hear some rustling you can't really tell it's where it's coming from but you hear coming from down the hall somewhere. It's actually coming from all around you now. Motion to Earlier and Montgomery and just be like, kind of, come this way, this way, hurry. I'm going to motion back to him, like pointing around the corner and raise a hand like way over my head so he knows there's something right around there that's big. I'm going to whisper back to Durhan and tell him, might want to go back and tell Krieger to be ready. Gonna go ahead and prepare my sword and shield and see uh, if anything heads down this way. Oh, um, uh, uh. as you uh, are all three, four of you standing there, frozen in time, trying not to hardly even breathe. You see the firelight, the torchlight starting to get brighter, especially in the main hallway, the large hallway. Durin, you can see it getting brighter down the eastern half circle that is away from you. Yalir, okay. you see also in the main large hallway, the light is starting to get brighter 
as well as to your right in the semicircular hallway to the south. I'm just going to stand with my sword ready. And I see over the sarcophagus enough to see the light through the, the stairs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see it's starting to get uh, much brighter. Okay, I'm just going to um, take cover behind the sarcophagus. All right. Yalir, you uh, see this now about maybe nine foot tall, real close to nine foot tall creature. Humanoid looking. He's looking around. He, he's not, you know, he's got the torch way up in the air over his head. He's looking back and forth. He's kind of peering down in your direction. But as of right now, you, you don't know if he spotted you or not. Um, so he, but he is moving towards us. He right? is moving that way, yes. Slowly. You know, he's taking like half steps and looking down a hallway here, looking down, and it looks like he's having a little bit of a hard time seeing. And you might suspect it it's <laughs> because he's been staring at the flame of this torch for so long. It, it, he's got those black spots in front of his eyes. All right. Well, I'm going to look over to Virian and Montgomery. Hold up three fingers and then two fingers and then one finger. And I'm going to swing out here and launch a just blast right at this thing and hope the others are we're paying attention. All righty then. Go right ahead. Uh, is this counted as hidden? Do I get advantage uh, on this yeah. one? Or? Yeah. He doesn't know you're there. On the countdown, I would have moved around the corner All right. over to uh, here. All right. Okay. Oh, I, guess, I think I got stuck on a wall. Oh, uh, you're fine. I moved you. I'm guessing you, you want to go right there, right? Yes. All right. Well, you, I'll give you a surprise round as well if you uh, launch at the exact same time as... Uh, very, uh, I will. I'll come around with my hand lightning whip in it, and we're going to... Actually, I'm not even sure this will work on this thing, but we're going to find... It does not succeed. And I don't know if Montgomery was going to do anything or not. Uh, Montgomery, yes. He would have, uh, at the exact same time, stepped out with you. Montgomery steps out from behind the shadows is between the two of you and at the exact same time that you guys fire off your offensive weapons. He will make a motion with his mouth. It almost looks like he's going to be sick, but as he does, he opens his mouth and a ray comes out and shoots at the fellow here. It's a hit. Good ray of sickness. And puts uh, 12 points of damage on the creature, and he is poisoned till next round. And with that, we need to roll initiative, please, everybody. Okay, Krieger. It appears that you are number one in line. That's unusual. <laughs> All right, so don't approve yet. I'm gonna okay. Come down there to start. All right. No need for a stealth check. Nope. I'm not worried about stealth. But um, um, I can see the corner of his um, his uh, square. Is that enough to target him, or do I need to be able to see him more than that? 
Uh, yeah, move over to your right one more square. And I'll if I move there. more, that's I moved my twenty-five. So if I move oh. again, then I don't. Okay. Uh, that's a dash, and so I won't be able to do anything. Um, um, go ahead and target him. Because I have magic missile, so I'm going to shoot a magic missile. I just All if right. I can see sure. him enough yep. for magic yep. missile, yep. then I'll do that. Yep. Bet. Alrighty. So yeah, I will do magic missile. Fire three magic missiles. Oof, nice. And each one makes purchase for a total of, what is that, nine points of damage, force damage. Yep. Very nice. All right, he uh, he jerks his shoulder as it comes down the uh, hallway here, and he is not happy that he just got torched up. Gilear, you're up. I will, as a bonus action, I'm going to hex this thing, and I'm going to target its charisma. Okay. And then I will slash my sword, releasing a burst of Eldritch energy. That is a nice hit, 23. Nice damage, too. Max damage. Good lord, nice. Nice, 17 Uh, points of damage. I'm going to activate my card. Oh, yes. I can't share it. My aid card. I'm going to choose Ylir next to me. As long as he stays adjacent to me, he has advantage on all attacks, skill checks, and saves. And that is Virian, Virian. right? Virian, yes. Uh, you are a narcissist. <laughs> well, you know. I target myself. As long as I'm next to myself, I get myself better. I'm so amazing. I'm <laughs> beside myself with glory. <laughs> yes. Well played. Okay. So, Virian, uh, you will have advantage. And I believe it is, all right, the creature. He has a spear, and he is going to take two lumbering strides and be upon you. And he is going to look at Ylir, since he just took uh, some pretty good damage, Ylir, and strike at spear with a miss. He comes rumbling, bumbling towards you, pushes out with his spear straight at you, but you are nimble enough to dodge as it goes right past your midsection. And that is all for him. Virian, you now have advantage on just about everything, it sounds like. Okay, I will take out my scimitar and slash at the thighs of this giant creature, attempting to cripple him. That sounds like a hit to me. Oh. 10 points of damage. Going for his, he's facing me, it'd be his right thigh. Right thigh, all right. He uh, takes a heavy slash to his thigh. His, the sword finds meat, and you don't hit bone, but it is a horrorous, horrific gash in his right leg, and he hollers out in pain. Okay. okay. You know what? We're going to go ahead and action surge. Ooh. Okay. And slashing back, we're going to attempt to silence this creature before uh, he can scream out anymore. Eight points more of damage. I would think this would be my, maybe the backhand, which comes across the same thigh, uh, maybe a little bit higher. And he howls in pain. You don't, but it almost is that kind of a wail that you would feel sorry for someone. And that is your turn, I believe. Montgomery, he is going to try chill touch on the creature. 
which misses and all the cacophony of blows and screams does not find purchase with attack. Durhan. Okay, so I will start by uh, moving down those stairs and around. All right. You come down and take the left a hallway of the circle, which is the eastern part of the circle. Take five more, and you it looks like you see the creature with his back to you. He is holding on to his right thigh, kind of not doubled over, but yes, I, I will you give you advantage because uh, his back is to you. He does not even know you're there, plus you're more or less flanking. So I'll give you advantage on that. Okay. Well, I am actually going to uh, cast Sacred Flame. Fine. Very good. Fails his save. Takes six points of flame damage from the behind. It hits him in the back, and he again screams out in pain as this fire slams between his shoulder blades. Well, it's called sacred flame. It technically is radiant damage. Yeah. Well, radiant flame. It hurts. He doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> no, it just doesn't. hurts. Uh, let's see, Durhan, that was your turn. Virian. All right. You're going to keep slashing out at this creature. Finish him off. Oh, I'm right. supposed to have advantage. Let me make sure I don't pick it. Okay. Scimitar slash of 11 points of damage. Slashing damage. Probably that same area, maybe around the knee or... Still whittling away at the flesh on his right leg. We will cripple him eventually. He will fall. All right. He is going to do his best. He has transferred the spear from his right hand to his left because he's holding his leg. He's going to strike at you disadvantage with a spear attack. Oh, it's a good shot, but he still misses Krieger. Already, I am going to move down there because I can't see what's going on. All right, where did you? Are you moving? Sorry, not I it. have it mapped out. So, oh, there it is. It's not showing. Oh, yeah, there he is. All yeah. right. Yeah, you see uh, a huge being. He's hurt, but he's uh, he's huge in stature. Okay, I will level my wand at him and send a scorching firebolt at his back. Is that advantage on that? Uh, yeah. Oh, day two. Nice hit. Hey, one point. One Lots point. of fire damage. Hey, damage is damage, as they say. And some great sound effects to go along with. All right, uh, and that is all for you, unless you want to move. Yalir, you're up. You just saw uh, a bolt of energy hit him in the back. He uh, arched his back as the pain was compounded from... The earlier strike in the back. So he's kind of leaning back a little bit? A little bit. I will ignite my sword with righteous fire. Try and just a disemboweling slash right across the gut. That is a hit. For eight points of damage. Right across. Right across his midsection. You feel the blade as it comes across hit rib cage. And right where the rib cage connects to the uh, sternum, there's that soft area goes in a little bit there and then ricochets off the other rib cage and there's a about a six inch gash a pretty deep one right underneath his sternum he goes from an arched back to a leaning jerked leaning forward position and he hollers out once again oh, 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 
and he is looking really bad as Montgomery will try one more time. Chill touch. This time he hits four, two points of damage. And that is his turn. Durhan. I'll move up behind him. All right. Definitely have advantage. Okay, I will then uh, swing with my Warhammer. Okay. Oh, no. Well, that's going to miss, but I'll drop it on him. All right. Do you want to leave it at that, or? Yeah, I'll leave it at that. Okay. As you uh, come up excitedly, hoping to do blunt force trauma to this creature, maybe it was the ice you slipped on, but your hammer slams into the ground right next to him. Virian, your turn. We'll uh, try and give the other leg some attention now that we seem to have crippled uh, the right one sufficiently. All right. With a crit hit, at the last second, you change your mind. You, instead of going for the leg, which is a farther strike, he is bent over. So you bring your sword up with a mighty cut and you hit him in the head. Actually, you decapitate him as the blow finds purchase on his neck, rips through the soft tissue coming through the bone, his head falls to the ground at your feet, and he crumples in a pile. And what is everybody going to do? Well, that'll silence him. No more than screaming. There are two more of these, right? They said there was three of them. That we know of. Perhaps we should be on guard in case any more come to investigate what the noises were. Yeah, we still need to see about um, opening up that sarcophagus in there to get that uh, magic item out. Maybe uh, we'll wait on that and clear out the space a little bit more. Who knows, maybe that item could be useful in doing that. If it is a wand, it is it is evocation. So that sounds like a useful item in that endeavor to me. I, I kind of see it was like carts or something. Can I circle around this to get a better look from where he just came from? See if there's anybody else over there. Um, <clears throat> As you look down this hallway, you see a, a, a cart... Um, and you see the edge of a fireplace. As you came past the the hallway to the south, uh, you would have briefly noticed um, what looked like uh, niches carved into the wall uh, on either side of the hallway. I I guess I'll go back and look at these kind of odd little almost like slivers that looks like cut out of there. Maybe call to the dwarf, hey, hey, this doesn't look right, because I don't live in caves. You live in caves, right? Not exactly, but I'll go take a look at what he's looking at. All right, as you get down to here, this is an eight-foot-high, five-foot-wide passageway that has dozens of burial, burial niches carved into its walls. Oh, it's just a... It's where they put their dead. Well, the dead should be left alone. As long as they're not up and about. Uh, speaking of, 
the dead. There is a sarcophagus up north that we believe may have an item of great value inside. Do you mind seeing if you can help us pry the lid off? Do you want me to rob a grave? Valuable item. But yes. Well, just don't tell Granny on a grave rob. She gets so upset about these kinds of things. She keeps saying Grandpa will come back down. You mean up? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so I take it everybody's going up to the... Uh... Uh, let me unlock uh, tokens too. Sorry about that. There you go. Yes, I'll I'll go help them rob this poor grave. All right. Uh, once again, I'm going to need a uh, strength check from everyone. Are we and... still in combat? Does this count as encounter? He has advantage if it's still in the counter. No. I'm going to use my uh, use my guts card to add a plus two to whatever the strength check comes. I can just do it this way. Is this everybody or just you? Just me. I can add my constitution modifier to my next roll. I'm going to go ahead and use my inspiration to re-roll that. That's a little bit Good job. How many is that? Is that everybody? We got a nine, eight, six, six, six. We got a 40 return in period alone. Is All Montgomery right. helping? Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, strength check. Yeah, Buren had a 23 in period with a 17 is a 40. All right. As you all strength. get around the uh, this uh, coffin crypt, you... Uh, you get your fingers underneath the lid. It begins to budge. Uh, you start to... It, it comes up a couple inches, and you have to decide which way you're going to go with it. Um, since uh, everybody is on that one side, Montgomery will move over here as he's lifting on the corner. You so shove it, it to the east? Yeah, yeah, as you get it above the lip of the uh, coffin itself... You begin to push it to the east, and it does. It it makes it. Uh, are you going to push it all the way off, or are you just going to oh, push yeah. it where you can get turn it? it. Okay. Just turn it. Okay. Yeah. Good idea. I like it. So you turn it so it becomes like a T or whatever. Um, you look down inside, and somebody is on my marker. I cannot see. Sorry. Oh, there it is. I see it. It was. There he is. Okay. All right. Um, as you move the lid out of the way, uh, the light that is here or on someone's shield or whatever that you can see, uh, you see uh, a skeletal remain that has a uh, headdress on it. You uh, see in the chieftain's left hand is what appears to be a white, perfectly circular rock, maybe? Or if you want to give me a perception check, I'll at least let you know. 
I should still have to take magic going. So is okay. that what's yep, that, given off the magic? That is, yes. And in uh, her right hand is a stick that is also giving off magic. Um, nice. I'll reach down and grab them both. All right. Are you wanting that in the party sheet? Sure. Oh. And um, if y'all want to take 20 minutes, I can identify. We can take a short rest here, and um, we can I can identify these guys. All right. If more do come, this wouldn't be a terrible spot to hold out. They can't all fit through the door, and we can block them off there. All right. As you lift it Sounds out, uh, you, the bony hands that clutch each of them uh, give way to your uh, prying of the uh, item. All right. You you get the items out. And now I'll, I'll cast identify as a ritual on each of them. All right. You do that. And uh, after the time period that is needed, do that. You find these Wanda two items. That is what you find. Uh, it is not a white stone. It is a pearl. And yes, it, it is a wand. And uh, it, since you identified them, I, I don't like to interfere with your RP. So uh, I will leave it up to you whether you want to let them know what they are or not. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not a greedy fellow, so I will definitely tell them what they are. We have a wand of the war mage plus one, and a pearl of power, which you can use to regain an expended spell slot. Both of them require attunement by a spellcaster. Right, and uh, I think uh, let's see, becomes a spell focus as well. I think so. It can be. Both of them can be used as a focus, yeah, but you don't it, have to do it. It does not say here that it needs to be recharged or anything. At least this, well, the pearl of power the pearl you can use it once a day. Yeah, once a day. The wand is basically adds plus one for your attacks, and I think you yeah. ignore half cover as well. Yeah. On uh, you need a bonus to spell attack rolls and ignore yeah. half cover. Very good. Nice little haul for that area. Well, you'll see more up your uh, Montgomery's alley here. Well, there's there's four spellcasters in this group, so I already have one match item. Obviously, I covet both of them, but I'm not going to be stingy. So yeah, anybody cool. else, nobody else wants them. I'll take one or more of them. But you know, there's I'm opportunity be there. I'm technical. Maybe... There's five of us. <laughs> I might uh, might want the Pearl of Power as that might be good for healing magic and the like. All right. Say, well, our friend Earlier here doesn't seem much of a wand user. He may like it, but... Huh? What? I was looking down these stairs. I could be back any minute. Wand? What do I do with the wand? You can't stab anybody with a wand. Technically, you can. It's not the most effective thing used for it, but it is a pointy object. All right. About the yeah. time you guys have uh, heard the description of these items, 
Uh, Virian, give me a perception check, please. Okay. Uh, open or tower? In the tower, please. You hear something at the door that is right in front of you to your east. The door handle begins to move. And with that, we bring this session to a close. We hope you enjoyed it. Please make sure to subscribe to the Praetor's Rejects podcast on your favorite audio platform. Sponsors for this podcast are Total Party Kill Games, creators of Dark Fantasy Dungeons & Dragons compatible products, plus hilarious card games and more. You can find them at www.totalpartykill.games and check out their latest releases of products and books. The Druid's Den, your place for magical supplies and apothecary needs. Their website is located at www.thedruidsden.com. Make sure and support Mama Prater's new endeavor.